0: Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Chate Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madam Podcast. Hey girl, hey. Hey everybody.
1: Glad we could join you. We are surviving the quarantine. Yes,
0: surviving and thriving. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll we'll actually start with just a just a moment of recognition to those who might be feeling like they're thriving right now. We know that people are affected in mm-hmm. terms of their health, um, their families. I have seen a lot of prayer requests for mm-hmm. people's families. I've seen a f- I've had a few people I know personally who've had family members that actually passed wow. from the virus. Okay. Um, I know people who are laid off or not working right. or just concerned about the future. So we just want to kind of start the episode by acknowledging all of you and letting you know that we love you. Yes, uh, we, we are praying for you. We got some people who are just playing bored wherever you are on the spectrum of how this is impacting you. Um, you know, your feelings are valid. valid and yes. we, we yeah, we just wanted to start by saying that um, we acknowledge you. We see you. We love you. And we are going to push through this thing together.
1: We will get to the other side.
0: Yes, ma'am. So, hey, girl, hey, can you tell us about something over the last couple of weeks that you have loved?
1: Yes. So I have loved supporting small business restaurants um, in my neighborhood. One of my Mm -hmm. favorites is El Bebe. It's a, a taco spot in Navy Yard. And I was able to support them, you know, order some tacos, some guac, some um, margaritas. So DC Mm. and I think other areas are doing this as well. You can order cocktails to go. So that's always fun. do they Um, send it in a mason jar or something? They send it in a plastic container or, yeah, mostly plastic. I guess depends on um, what you're getting, but it could be a glass container as well. and. It's just been so clutch so Hmm. I I really wanted to support them because I know that there are a lot of people impacted um you know by the fact that we can't go out as much as we normally would and they're not getting that Mm -hmm. business um and people pour their blood sweat and tears into these ventures and so I wanted to at least do my part to support small business restaurants as I can and y'all know I I've been doing a little bit more cooking, so we're moving in a, a good yes. direction. But I yes. have also been using DoorDash,
0: Uber Eats, and Pickup. So
1: I suggest I you have all as do well. Yeah.
0: I was actually eating um, a small business DoorDash delivery right before we started recording this episode. Hmm. We started our <laughs> recording a little delayed because Danielle said my smacking was getting on her nerves. I was like, but-
1: get all your smacking out before we get on this <laughs> podcast.
0: Um yeah, I I am a shout out um Chesapeake Grill and Deli. Um located in they have a couple locations across Maryland actually. I think they have 3 locations. Oh, I didn't know that. And then yeah, and then also on the um on the live that we did on Instagram, I had shouted out Round the Clock Chicken and Fish, which is a small and local owned um locally owned black business mm-hmm. and um they got everything from breakfast to late night, but they specialize in chicken and fish. And they but they had crab, they have waffles, they have all sorts of stuff, breakfast sandwiches, and the food is really good, well seasoned. You sucked the chicken some... and
1: fish. I can't remember what you said you got.
0: I did fish because remember I gave up oh, chicken. Oh yes, yeah, yes, right. Plant. So I did fish and um and I think I did crab fries, but I heard they have a good banana pudding and some other mm. stuff, so
1: Yeah. It's nothing like a good piece of fish.
0: So I know. So you're loving this. (laughs) You're loving the small businesses. Um, And I know there are a lot of people who have been impacted by larger businesses. Yes. um, You know, in industries, sort of what happened to the car factory industry in 2008 is what we see happening Mm -hmm. with the airline industry now. Almost so. um, Everybody from baggage handlers to pilots are being affected Um, and lots of other industries, too. So Mm -hmm. anything we could do to support.
1: Yes, let us know. All right, so Maddie, what are you loving?
0: I am loving all of the means of virtual connection that are available to Mm -hmm. us right now. So um, I know there's even like, things that people did before how they're how these companies are innovating around like how Netflix has Netflix parties now Mm. um, I think is really cool you know people are talking about how they Netflix and chill Netflix and chill so they're like yeah okay y'all can chill from separate locations we're gonna make that happen (laughs) Um, I got invited to house party the other day I haven't used it yet but I think that's cool Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the live or on our last episode I think it was on the live but Um, We did my daughter's first birthday. We did a virtual party for her and she was invited to a virtual story time on Zoom. And, you know, I've been to a bunch of Zoom, both meetings and social gatherings, uh, virtual happy hours. So just lots of ways for us to, I try, lots (laughs) of ways for for us to have (laughs) (laughs) have, um, social connection. And so just back to really focusing on the fact that we're physically distancing, but we're still socially connected.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So let's dive into table talk for today. And, you know, just kind of piggybacking off of Maddie's favorite kind of thing out of this (laughs) crisis. um, I have been loving all of the virtual means of connection as well. So especially my virtual birthday party, which was... Mm. Super, super, super fun. And it then, was really
0: fun. Yeah.
1: So it was like for an intimate, you know, group of family and friends. And then we headed over to Instagram for the after party, birthday and beats, um, DJed by our very own sound engineer, DJ Superfly TNT. So shout out da, 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 to da. He is an amazing DJ. So I highly, highly, highly recommend him if you're having a party, a cookout, a wedding.
0: Marcus is your man. Yeah, he is the man. Um, I definitely enjoyed the party. I was like literally dancing like... (laughs) I mean by myself but with you right? I felt a little muscle soreness in the morning. Oh wow.
1: It was yeah. I was legit getting high. I had to open the door like my little balcony door to get some air. It was it was yeah, me too much. To, um, fun. I had to go downstairs and get some water, but it
0: was a good time.
1: And the comment section like it, it's just a different way to have a good time and
0: I am loving the that. The comments so. were keeping were giving me all the life. They were all like we standing life. on couches. <laughs> Hold my shoes real quick. I'm about to go to the bar. Does anybody need anything? (laughs) Like people were really (laughs) acting like we were in the club in that chat. And it it was really fun.
1: Yes, it was amazing. It was a great way to spend my birthday. So shout out to all of my family and friends who made my 39th birthday amazing.
0: And that is a perfect segue because that's what we're talking about today. We have said this time and time again. You guys probably heard this from us a million times, but our birthdays are really, really special to us. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're dedicating an entire episode now that we're back. We took the week of our birthday off um, to kind of honor that, gave ourselves a little bit of a mini sabbatical, but we are back. I was going to say back like a crack, but. Mm-mm. Back like we never left. Let's just keep back it. Like we never, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> back like we never left. Um, So we're dedicating this episode to just that. Welcome to episode nine, Restart, birthdays and beginnings.
1: Yes. So let's dig right on into this birthday goodness. So birthdays for me, I consider them to be my personal new year, right? It gives me a chance to celebrate all that I've accomplished, and then just to plan for some of the things that I want to accomplish in the year ahead. Um, I can remember, it was actually my college graduation, I believe, when my mom shared with me, you know, that at a very... When um, she was pregnant with me, the doctors came to her and basically said that there was, you know, a chance that she may have to abort the, you know, the pregnancy Mm -hmm. because she had taken a shot. She was in the military reserves. She didn't know she was pregnant at the time and had taken a shot that, you know, may compromise um, the pregnancy. And so my mother made a conscious decision to um, move forward with the pregnancy. And so I consider it a blessing and know that I'm here for a reason. And the, my birthday just gives me an opportunity to, um, reaffirm that and to celebrate it. So I love it. And I think that, um, you know, usually we celebrate the milestone birthdays, like, Oh, I'm about to turn 30. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm about to turn 40. But in this day and age, the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year is not promised. So we should celebrate right. every single opportunity we can.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, I agree. My um, birthday is my personal new year as well. I think I probably give it more weight now than even the regular new year. I just, mm. I feel like there's so much um, just hubbub around the new year and there's just a lot going on and we're coming down off the high of the holidays and you know we were talking about how February 1st is the new January 1st and so on and so forth and um, it's cool I think there is just a lot of excitement about that refresh at the start of a new year but I like to be able to kind of and that's great like we set family intentions and all these great things and we start new. but I like to be able to have that moment just for me um, where I can really think about my intentions for the year ahead. I can really think about um how purposeful I want to be. I right. can think about what types of things that I want to accomplish, how I want to show up, who I want to be. Like we are allowed to um reinvent evolve. and yeah. evolve and change and completely shift if we want to. Um so, you know, I think it's important to have that time and space not to just celebrate your birth date and that day, but to really celebrate the year to come, um, and to also reflect on the year behind us.
1: Yes, definitely. And you know, I like you said. I think it's important to not just use that day as that opportunity to reflect and celebrate, but use the the season. Right. So um, I have been known to celebrate all month long, and I think just having the month of April to um, write down those accomplishments celebrate those wins, take some very intentional time to sit with God and to sit with my Mm -hmm. thoughts and plan, you know, how I want the next 12 months to go. Um, And especially now that I'm kind of racing to 40, as I say, um, I want to make sure that I maximize this last year in my 30s. I've really come to a point where I feel like, you know, the 30s was was a great 10 year like decade for me um you got one more year to go I mean yes I do thank you but so far I should say um but I was able I was yes nine years thank you Maddie um I was (laughs) able skip it (laughs) you know I don't want to rush it so you know I, I I appreciate that but I meant yeah this chapter of Um, the 30s has, is, and will be um, amazing and continue to be amazing. So I was able to move to Chicago and, you know, work there and meet amazing people and friends there. Then I was able to move back home and, you know, just all of the amazingness that has come out of that. Yes, there are things that I still want to see manifested in my life and things that, you know, I'm still patiently waiting for, but I have to celebrate all that has, you know, come out of the nine years. And I want this you know, final year of my thirties to really kind of set me up for success as I enter into chapter forty. So, I think
0: that's great. I think it is important that we um, honor the milestones because, like you said, we can reflect on an entire decade mm-hmm. as well as just honoring um, that particular year because we can um, reflect on the on just that year behind us. It doesn't have right. to be the whole ten year span. So, you can just look back on thirty eight and kind of reflect on Mm -hmm. all the wins um, and even the losses. I think it's important to acknowledge too that we're not just looking at the highs, but we have to look at our lows Mm -hmm. as well.
1: Yeah, and the opportunities. So um, one thing that I really appreciated about my virtual birthday party, um, I had an activity where I asked people to give me, you know, one or two things that they wanted to see me do, feel, or experience before I turned 40. Uh, And it was just a a wake-up call because, you know, there were um, some of my friends and family who gave me you know it was all these things were said in love but they mm-hmm. wanted me to experience things that um you know in their view from like watching my life they don't think i have and so whether that's financial freedom or just you know rest um There were so many things that I I just really appreciated about um, their feedback to me. So that's one thing that I would say. You should not put a whole lot, like too much stock into what others think and say about you. But I think for the people who are in your inner circle, it is really good to listen to some of that feedback and apply it as necessary into how you move forward.
0: Yeah, it's part of the reflection process, because you solicited the feedback, you asked, you know, like, what, what is it? What do you want from me? What do you want me to experience? Or what suggestions do you have for me in the coming year? And so that was kind of part of your personal reflection process, Mm -hmm. like to think and to spend time with God, uh, but also to, to bounce things off of those people that are closest to you. So I think that's valuable. Um, okay. So, another thing that I've been thinking a lot about lately is the whole idea of when we think about birthday. Um, I've had a different perspective, um, for a long time, pretty much my whole life until last year. It's just been about like (laughs) my personal new year, my intentions, my this, my that, the celebration, you know, especially when you're younger, you're just thinking about the celebration and the gratitude and all that. But now that I'm a mom, um, just witnessing the first year of my daughter's life has been, um, really impactful for me. And when I think about birthday, or even the word birth, Mm -hmm. I think about it from a totally different perspective now. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, you know, I've shared my story of kind of my journey to um, becoming a mother, but I don't know if I've ever shared my actual birth story. Um, I am one of those people who was very set on trying to have as natural of a birth as possible and just really minimize any medical interventions um, that may or may not have been necessary. Obviously, knowing that I needed to be fluid and flexible if things changed Mm -hmm. um, and that the goal ultimately was just delivering a healthy um, baby into the world. So my baby was, you know, stubborn. She didn't want to come out on her due date, past her due date, a week passed. you know, close to 10 days past. And they said- She was waiting because on...
1: she knew Auntie T said she <laughs> wanted her to be an Aries. her to be an Aries, right? Yeah. So they said,
0: based, based on like your size and stuff, and she wasn't moving around as much. So I was freaking out, but it was because she really didn't have any space. They decided to induce me. Um, the induction, for those of you who have had this happen or, you know, have have delivered a baby before, know how it works. They, you know, give you a drug through a drip. They also do some other things. They do a vaginal insert. It's a whole bunch of things that they do. But because these things are sort of um, a medical kickstart to Mm -hmm. the contractions, you know, they're really um, intense. And so I was um, studying what they call hypnobirthing. And I was trying to avoid um, an epidural um, unless it became unbearable. I I didn't know what it was going to be because it was my first time. But my mindset was really a mind over matter mentality. And so I did avoid it for about 40 hours of labor. Y'all, um,
1: that girl is strong. I mean, I know all <laughs> there are other women out here who
0: have like long labors, but. It was really long. And did you go Pitocin, in on like a
1: Thursday or something?
0: And then, I went in on a Friday, Friday. and she was born on a Sunday night. And the Pitocin, you know, they had really turned it up to the highest um that they could before they could have to have a doctor come in and sign off and they we did another round the second day and i just got to the point where i was the pain was there the whole time but i was just, i felt really weak mm. um so i said you know what there's no shame in getting an epidural these drugs exist is for a reason let's go ahead and do that so i can try to push this thing along because i was you know only dilated like a, a centimeter mm. after all that I did the epidural and God said, nope, you say you wanted to do natural. So the epidural only took on one side. So I continued to feel the contractions. Mm-hmm. And uh, a long story short, a long story not so long, just when they had called it for me to have to go ahead and get a cesarean because I was so weak. I was. They were giving me oxygen. You know, I was trying to be my – she's stubborn and I'm stubborn. I was trying to just push through and like mother, you know, like daughter. to the end. I said, you know what, go ahead because at this point I don't have it in me. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, we were praying. My my doula, who's also one of our really good friends, yeah. she was just pushing, praying, 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 and things just changed all of a sudden. Um, I had a lot, a lot of intense pushing. I pushed for three hours. Mm. Um, you know, you hear people say, like, oh, I pushed for three minutes, and she was out. I pushed for three hours and um I pushed her out. So it was, it was, it was a lot. You know, I felt everything. It was very intense. I don't know if I would do it that way again, but but you had the experience. <laughs> but I had the experience and I'm grateful for it. And so that yeah. has really changed what um birth means for me. The idea of the expectancy period, the birthing period, the labor and what that celebration looks like. So when I think about birthdays now, um, I don't only think about the celebration, but I think about the preparation, everything mm-hmm. it took for us to get to that that period of birth. So it's not just about the birthday, but it's about the ten months prior. It's about what it took to get to that moment, and it's about the celebration when you come through on the other side. So,
1: well, you have yeah. just gone ahead and preach the word. I don't even well, know all right, how to follow that up? But we're gonna <laughs> go from my favorite Ellie Boo to birthing your purpose and your in your dreams right so the same journey that Maddie just described um to get uh, her beautiful baby girl here and my beautiful niece here is the same process that we have to go through to birth our purpose and our dreams Mm -hmm. and so when we are in this period of reflection um we have to think about like what have I done to this point to give me the best opportunity to walk in God's purpose for my life. If you Mm -hmm. don't know what that is, then I think that's a clear sign that you need to um, slow down and and be Mm -hmm. still so that you can hear what God's purpose is for your life. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think that sometimes God doesn't just have one purpose. And Mm -hmm. in in our minds, we think we know what we want God's purpose for our life to be. And it can right. be something totally different. So you just have to be very attuned to what he is saying and be open that it may not look like what you thought it would, kind of based on your education or based on your your talents or your skills. Yes, God gifted you with all of those things and he's gonna use them in some way. But I think at you know different points in your lives, different um, aspects of what God gifted you with will come out and there will be a purpose for that. So definitely like Maddie said, there's going to be that preparation period where you're going to have to do the work, you know, put, make the sacrifices. There's going to be that labor where you're working hard, you're pushing, you're pushing. And at some point that beautiful business, that beautiful ministry, That beautiful organization, whatever it is, is going to come out, will emerge, and it will manifest, and it will be here, and you will be able to celebrate. So I just want to say for people who may be discouraged that, you know, you're 30, you're 35, you're 39, and you don't know what your purpose is, or you don't feel like you're fully walking in it at this point in your life, you still have time, God is still working, and you can still birth your purpose and your dream,
0: so. That's right. And she stopped at 39 because she's 39, but you could be 45, you could be 49, yeah. you could be 55, you could be 59. So I don't want you all to put a number on. That's true. You know, where where that stops. There's always still time. If you wake up and you are able to fill your you know lungs with breath in your body, then there is still a purpose for you to be here. Um, a lot of times too, when we think about our purpose, we tie it to our profession. We think about mm-hmm. our purpose as being the thing that we have to be doing to make money. Mm-hmm a lot of times what I'm finding and learning from other people is their is in their story. Like the thing that's been the thorn in your side, the thing that's been the challenge, the thing that you feel like has been delayed or denied mm. is oftentimes very much tied to our purpose. So if there's something that you're going through, if there's a mountain that you're trying to get on the other side of, mm-hmm. um, don't just be so focused on it being over. Don't just be so focused on the next chapter, but like, appreciate the season that you're in because it's not just happening to you. It's happening for you and it's happening for others. So Mm -hmm. um, there is value in our story. There's value in our testimony. And it's not just about when we wrap the pretty bow at the end, but it's while we're in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So your purpose is very much tied to what you're going through as well. Yeah.
1: And Maddie, remind me, you may or may not know this, but I think in um, Pastor Battle um, from Zion church is doing a series now. And one of the messages in the series, I think it was the salt and light message spoke Mm -hmm. directly to that point. Like God doesn't give us our trials and tribulations for us. It's, it's for the people in his kingdom. Um, Mm -hmm. so he's equipping you with the, the tools and the strength to get through it so that you can help someone else on the other side.
0: Absolutely. So what is it, T, that you are wanting to birth in your 39th year uh around the sun? So in year 39, I would like to
1: birth I'm gonna use the word freedom, but there's a couple of aspects to that. Um, the first is financial freedom. So one of the things that I have been BSing on, just to be totally honest. Um, in the past TD nine the years, here go TD with that BS exactly. So <laughs> Is um, just my level of commitment, uh, to paying down my debt and not creating more debt, um, mm-hmm. you know. I, I like things. I like to do things, but I don't have to do all the things. I don't have to have all the things. I don't have to hold on to all of the things. And so one of the things that I'm going to do this year that I'm committed to doing in this 39th year is selling one, you know, my townhome in Baltimore that I've had since I was 25 years old. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I used to wear it as a badge of honor that I could have, you know, two properties and I could maintain them. But it's better for my financial, um, health and security for me to let that go. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I am praying because now y'all know we're in, you know, the season of Rona and I don't know what the economy is going to look like, but I am Mm -hmm. praying that God will send me a, um, buyer of my home and that Mm -hmm. person will benefit and love it as much as I did. And, um, So that's one thing. And then, of course, like using that money and using other funds to just pay down debt so that when I go into 40 and if I want to pay for IVF to have a baby at 41 or 42, Mm -hmm. that that, I have the resources to do it. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm one of the things that I'm planning to birth in this 39th year. There are a a myriad of things is yeah, Mm -hmm. freedom. And then the other thing I just want to. Say before we um, talk about what you're planning to birth in your 37th year, is that my kind of mantra for 39 is to maximize the moment. So in my period of reflection, I have realized that I kind of operate from a space where I always feel like I have time. Mm. And the time is like flying, right? So mm-hmm. at 32, it's like, oh, I could do these things or I could, you know, get into these like fluke relationships because I have time. No.
0: Mm.
1: Time waits for no one. So it's really important that we maximize each moment, each moment of the day, each week, each month. Don't operate from a place where you feel like you, you have time. And, you know, even I don't even want to always tie it to like a biological clock, but... There are things just in, you know, when we talk about, like, procrastination, that's not me maximizing my moment. So that's one thing that I'm really going to be um, focusing on as well is just maximizing my moments in um, this 39th year.
0: I love that. Um I think it's 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 different than what we usually talk about because we always feel that pressure in that timeline and we talk about showing yourself grace but I think the opposite side of that is kind of saying well time is moving forward and mm-hmm. so I you know I do need to be cognizant of that. Um what would I like to birth in my 37th year? Um so this is not something that I have really um shared I guess publicly but I cuz I didn't know what the what the timeline would be. So I think this is a perfect segue for you, you know, to talk about timelines. But um, I've always talked about how I want to write a book. And so I have used the time that I have been home in the evenings to start drafting that I have started organizing the chapters around that. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned that I've talked to some of my friends who have written books to Mm-hmm. just learn more about the process um, but I've taken the next step beyond that to actually get into the writing of it all and I think that this is something that I would like to see um, birthed and come to fruition within the next year
1: Love um,
0: it. I don't think that I need to wait any longer I just you know if more happens that I want to write about then I'll write another book but exactly um, you don't have to be limited birth... to one book exactly so what I want to birth in my 37th year is my book. It's going to be sort of a combination between my personal story Mm -hmm. and um, some takeaways and things that I want to share um, with with whatever reader, but particularly other women, things Mm -hmm. that I've learned from doing podcast interviews and networking Mm -hmm. with other women and just being in this space. I think there are just a lot of lessons Mm -hmm. that we can take from our storms. um, And I want to share that. So,
1: yeah. And it's, you know, we share these things, Whether it's through a book or through a podcast or through just, you know, personal conversations with one another, Um, not because we know that you won't experience the storm or so that you don't experience it, but that you have the tools to equip you when that storm or a similar storm comes, because we'll all have storms we'll all have valleys, mm-hmm. um and I think what we learn most from the people in our lives is how to weather those storms and how to ride out the valley
0: yeah, that, I mean that's what it's been for me, everything mm-hmm. that I faced, the reason i've been able to kind of keep moving forward is from mm-hmm. the encouragement of other women. I mean, even when I say, Oh, my faith walk has been so important. It's been other women who have reminded me mm. to lean into my faith or who have prayed for me. You know, there's my mom and mother-in-law that they prayed for me when I couldn't pray for myself, you know, same thing with my line sisters and other people. And so it's important to hear from other people, especially our, our elders, right? um, to see what, what steps that they've already walked and paths they've already walked. So it's just more community, more sharing, more vulnerability. Um, more Speaking love and I feel super like bubbles in my stomach now because I said it. So now I'm like, oh my God, I put it out in the world. So it's Ooh, all good. my heart's beating a little fast. But you know what? That's 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 part, part of, of it. it. Yeah, yeah, put it out there, right? That was yeah, one so thing I gotta, that I, I wrote down.
1: I was like, I want to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. this year as well. So yes, you have to put those things out there in the world. Make yourself uncomfortable. The, the you know, high anxiety or the bubbles in your stomach or your heartbeat. That's just a little bit of unco- <laughs> a little bit of you being uncomfortable. Yeah. It will pass. It
0: will pass. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, cool. We went from just. Um, streamers and balloons and birthday cake to just getting deep, just like that. That's Mm -hmm. what that's what we do on the Love Matter podcast. (laughs) All right, so now we're gonna move on to um, one of our rotating segments. Today we are doing our segment entitled "More Please." Um, A lot of what we love about our birthdays and other celebrations are really rooted in tradition. Mm -hmm. So I wanted us to take some time today to talk about some of our favorite traditions. Um, We often think of traditions as things that are passed down by, you know, family or our culture. Uh, But new traditions start every day. Like somebody started them somewhere, you know, your great grandmother or whoever started them somewhere. So um, I want us to think about those traditions that are kind of tried and true um, that we've experienced with our family. Some of the traditions that maybe we have started with our friends. um, And then also any traditions that you've designed just for yourself things that just that you do, um, that, you know, the ways that you you celebrate. So would you like to start and share some of your traditions? Or oh, let's each do one. So let's start with sharing and discussing something that's passed down from your family or culture. So you want me to start? Yes, this is one episode <laughs> where I want you to start. Thank you. <laughs> All I- right. All um, right. I think for me, it's been that my um, is Ethiopian, I've shared, and, you know, all, almost all of my is here in the United States, and so I really like how we have merged and blended together um, cultural traditions that um, our parents um, or grandparents have brought sort of from the old country, okay. and then things that we do here, so... We celebrate Christmas and, you know, you look at the table and it has everything on there from injera and, you know, Abishah food to macaroni and cheese and, you know, wings all on the same table. Um, And we do that sort of at, at a lot of different points. And I love it. I love that our parents and our grandparents, um, for some of my cousins, have just been so intentional about making sure that we understand our culture and traditions and some of the things that we do, mm-hmm. um, but also just really embracing um, the times and the society that we live in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, it's been the traditions that have come from you know back home, so to speak, um, that we get to celebrate and practice here in our own. In our own way.
1: I love that. And I think it relates to something that I was gonna say. I think, in terms of my family, one of the things that has been passed down through the test of time is just, that sounded really old.
0: <laughs> through the Girl, time. right. <laughs> it did. I was like, what's she about to say? This is-
1: <laughs> Sorry, I had a little Delta Sigma Theta coming out. <laughs> But anyway, um, it's, the pot, it's like the potluck. So my family, we love to get together. We can get together for holidays. It could be a random Sunday where, you know, we just call everybody and say, let's meet at this person's house and everybody bring a dish. And so you might get clowned for the dish that you make.
0: We... <laughs> It's all love. We'll have a some, couple of good laughs. You might you, go well, home. You might with get your... love. You might get love for the dish. Your brother gave you some love the other day at your virtual <laughs> party for your how you perfected your mac and cheese. And I will second that. You had a nice pull yeah. on that cheese, and I think you know you might get clown. <laughs> but you, you might if you if you come correct, you might get a little love. That is true, and we did have I think
1: Thanksgiving. Um, I actually had a little mishap with the macaroni and cheese, and trust Ruh-ruh. me, I did get a clown. So I did a it really well for um Maddie's friendsgiving, and then mm-hmm. I tried to follow it up and make it in like a different pan, and I may have forgotten one ingredient. I didn't want to tell the family that I forgot one ingredient, <laughs> and it just didn't come out the same but I circled back for Christmas and it was a hit. So redemption. Uh, <laughs> redemption. So you went, had no went style. back to that paint. Exactly. <laughs> but I just love the fact that, you know, on any given weekend, my family is able to come together and we're able to laugh and clown and joke. And that's something that I want to keep going. So I am one of, well, the oldest um, grandchild on my mother's side. And so Mm -hmm. I feel a sense of responsibility that once our, you know, parents get older and, you know, things happen that I always want to have a place to come back to. And Mm -hmm. that's going to be like where my parents live. My grandparents actually live like diagonal from us on a plot of my grandfather's land. And so Mm -hmm. that is always going to be the place where we come back. As a family. So
0: I love that. Around the table.
1: Around the table.
0: Okay, what about a tr- new tradition that you have implemented with your friends or, or family or whoever?
1: Hmm, a new tradition.
0: I would say Pequino.
1: Have you played Pechino
0: before? <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say favorite things, just when you think you know somebody.
1: Oh, because it does say friends. Oh, I love favorite things. Now that's a good one. You have something else for you? Yeah, yours? I have something else. Yeah, because oh. that's
0: what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm curious about Pekino. So give me a little bit of both.
1: <laughs> so Pequino is basically a card game. It's kind of mm-hmm. like um, bingo. So you have a board. Mm-hmm. There's card, The um, pictures of the cards all over the board. You pull the cards and you fill up your Pekino board. There are different... Um, Ways to win. So you put money into cups. So there's could be like ten cups. There could be twelve cups. So it could be like down the middle. Oh,
0: that, that money factor just took it exactly. up a notch.
1: <laughs> and we only, sometimes we play for dimes. Some play, times we play for nickels. Um, and it adds up because the more, you know, not every game does someone get four corners or not every game mm-hmm. does somebody get down the middle. And so oh, it's just the opportunity for us to, yeah, do a little family um competition, get, I have some it. money involved. And we do that at a, a number of holidays. So that's one game oh, that God. we all love, but favorite things is amazing. Um, our line sisters, Got together probably is this like five years ago or six years ago? Um, and oh, we wrote, yeah, we rotate so every year we come together. It's usually, um, in the so okay, for example, so this year is 2020, our 2019, it, at least this is how I look
0: at it. The our first year It was on New Year's Day, the very first, oh, year. yes,
1: the very first year
0: Maddie hosted so it's it. supposed to be, yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be our New Year's celebration, not yes. our Christmas, so but. <laughs> this you is can true. see Tidneil's face. Oh, jeez!
1: But it's like our favorite things from 2019, doing it on New Year's Day. Now it's right. turned into us having it in March. Where is it? Like, <laughs> is it the 2020 favorite thing, 20, or, the 2019. or is it the 2019 favorite things? Like, what are we doing here? But more importantly, I love the opportunity to get together with my friends. It is we get together more than once a year, but we know that that's something that we're going to put on our calendars and we have an opportunity to share things that we loved from, you know, the 365 days before whatever year that falls in.
0: Right. Yeah. And we get to gift each other stuff. We get to cook for one another. This is one of the things that we. Um, don't typically make a potluck cause we kind of like want to serve the other ladies yes. or, you know, we, we might have them bring a few things, but we make the main dish or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just an opportunity to really serve one another. Yes. Um, Something that I've implemented with my family and friends that I really love is, back to my baby's birthday, um, mm. I wanted to bake her a small cake this year. So pre-Rona, the idea is that we would have a family party and she would have, you know, I had a cake ordered and all that stuff. But then on her actual birthday, every year, I wanted to bake her a cake as just a thing for me, for her, a small cake. So I did it this year, but that was the only cake she had because she was the only guest. Um, <laughs> Her dad was there um yeah me and me and her dad right. were there and I had some extra batter so I made cupcakes for us so she oh. could really dig into her cake but she's such a little lady she just picked it one sprinkle at a time ate her little cake she did so. have a moment
1: where she looked like she wanted to go full she thought about in, it she was like nah I'm gonna pull back I'm gonna pull back she
0: pulled the cake toward her and she opened her mouth really wide and then she's like "Nope, let me pull back let me this ain't gonna be good
1: right
0: um so she didn't really get too messy we were encouraging her to, but it didn't work out that way so yeah I think that's my new tradition that I am starting um baking a little cake for my children maybe for my boo his birthday's in two weeks so we'll see
1: yeah no I I love that did you watch the this is us episode where um Rebecca Baked the cake for the big three and yes. it was like chocolate strawberry
0: and vanilla yes and that episode was actually the same day it aired on Elle's birthday oh, so it was yeah. really nice yeah um okay what's one tradition that you have designed just for yourself or one that you would like to start for yourself
1: hmm. that is a very good question I'm gonna let you go first
0: I think one is that um I don't know if this is, this wasn't really intentional, but setting a theme for my birthday every year. Mm-hmm. Um, not just for the celebration, but a theme for that year for myself. So, you know, what's your theme for the for the coming year? I think, you know, you said yours was maximizing the moment. So that's been sort of a small tradition that I have um, incorporated for myself. Um, another one that I was trying to incorporate for my family, but it's really just been myself, is starting doing my Christmas decorations after um Thanksgiving on Black Friday, we did. We used to do that with my family growing up, and I tried to incorporate it here with my current family in my home, but they're not down. So I just made it my own tradition for myself. So I put on Christmas music and I go in the basement and I start sorting through my stuff. And so that is my Black Friday tradition. And maybe when my baby grows up, she'll join me.
1: Yeah, you could The only thing you can really count on Lewis for is that Christmas tree, and you don't know. When yeah, that's it's it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And some eggnog. He will come through with some eggnog.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think um a tradition that I am going to um I think I, I do this. So I, I really try to do something nice for myself on my birthday. So so you know, often we want to create a celebration for others for mm-hmm. ourselves for our birthdays or other people will do things to celebrate us on our birthdays but I really just want to have something that I do just for me where it's it could be a nice meal it could be going to the spa something that I know that I want to do so yesterday it was really important for me to have a nice meal um and so we're recording this the day yesterday after my birthday. birthday yeah mm-hmm. sorry um and you know because Of everything that's going on, I just wanted something to make it feel like I was at a five star restaurant in my own home. So I just, it's going to be, you know, do something nice for yourself, whatever that looks like in that year for you. And it's just for you, not for anyone else.
0: I love that. All right. And now it is time for our favorite part of the episode question Question of of the the episode. I was trying to see if he was gonna go high or low.
1: <laughs> I'm in a good mood because it was just my birthday. You took
0: it up high. <laughs> All right. What was your? What has been your best birthday celebration to date? I was thinking one from your childhood, one from your adult years, but whatever. Whatever you got.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do um one from from each um time span. So for my childhood, I thought about a birthday party that I had when I was ten years old. It was oh, you know dear. that. That double digit was like, double oh, I'm, I'm getting into, you know, I'm, I'm grown kind of, sort of, because I got two numbers in my age. And so <laughs> back in the day, there was this game called Mall Madness. Did you have that game? Yes. And it had so, a phone
0: in it or something? No, that was Girl Talk. Oh, yeah, Mall was Madness. I remember. I'm with it you. It had like I a had credit a card swipe. Yes. And yes. <laughs>
1: And um, one of the kind of traditions that we had uh, as a a family, so my grandmother and my mother, we would always go shopping on the weekends. So I grew up loving to shop, still love to Mm -hmm. shop to this day. And so for my 10th birthday, um, I think Children's Place had just opened. Like it was the hottest Mm. thing at the mall during that time so my mom allowed um a couple of my girlfriends to come over we got in the car we went to the children's place and we had like a fashion show in the store we were able to try on like multiple outfits take pictures um it was really fun so I always like remember that um double
0: digit 10th birthday party
1: and then for my, um... you
0: know what they always say, it's important to make memories with your kids because they stick with them, and that was so sweet. Just looking at your face light up, recalling that, <laughs> what well, you know, what your mom did for you, that's so that's really special. Aww. Aww. Yeah,
1: I also um, it, so this is another kind of discussion that we've had. And we're going a little long, so I'm going to wrap it up. But the. Do you have a birthday party for your child each year? So my mom wasn't that mom. I think I had, you know, maybe two between one and 10. And then I had maybe one at 10 and then one at 16. So my memories, you know, she, the ones mm-hmm. that I had, she made count, which. She made them special. Yes, which I loved. And then quickly for my adulthood, I would say, I think it was my 25th birthday. My friends surprised me with a trip to Vegas. Um, so I knew I was going to Vegas with one of my oh, best yeah. friends at the time. And then when we got there, people just kept showing up. And so yeah. um, I love that. That was like my first ever surprise party.
0: I love it. So my, um, best birthday, my mom wasn't that mom either, but I was that kid. So literally I ended up having some sort of something every year because I just, (laughs) my mom for my um, third birth, fourth birthday, she said she, you know, didn't, she just did something at school like Uh cupcakes and juice boxes. And then I came home and she said, I was so hurt. I couldn't believe I wasn't having a birthday party. And, you know, so we have a picture to this day. I asked, um, She's telling me, so this is a memory from, mm-hmm. you know, I asked her and my dad to dress up and I put on a dress and she went to people's drugstore, now CVS, and, bought a banner. <laughs> and we had cake and we set my dad's camera on a timer and we have a picture to this day of them drinking champagne and me drinking apple juice in a velvet dress, having a fancy party. And then from then on, she realized that I was that kid that just, you know, it really mattered to me. Um... So my favorite from my childhood was my 10th birthday. My birthday is on April 1st. It is still cold in the DMV, but I wanted a Hawaiian themed birthday. I wanted to wear a coconut bra and um, grass skirt. My mom said the coconut bra was a no, but we did do a grass skirt and we did a Hawaiian print um, top and bottom, but the top had the two little... um, flap so you could tie it you know like oh, in the okay. front he gave so you a little sexy he gave me a sexy. small bit of belly button exposure um with the tie up and i had delays. and then i asked all my friends to wear hawaiian themed stuff oh. and i remember my aunt being like well helena's gonna have to wear a turtleneck under hers because Ooh, it is cold, cold. To <laughs> <laughs> did you have hawaiian um, punch at the party <laughs> I I think we had Hawaiian Punch. I specifically remember that I wanted us to have Andy's after dinner mints because I went with my parents to a fancy restaurant and I thought it was a touch of class. And I remember my my mom going to try to find those mints because she said, yeah, I don't really think kids eat these mints. And I was like, no, this is really fancy because I'm 10. You know, we can't just have like Chips Ahoy, right? right? And Oreos. So That was the classy me. Um, And then my favorite adult birthday was my 30th. I was able to raise $12,200 to bring clean water to rural Ethiopia um, via charity water. That is the most meaningful birthday that I've had to this day. I gave up a party so that I could do that. But then my lovely sister, my then boyfriend, now husband, and my wonderful best friends threw me. A fantastic mm-hmm. 30th party to celebrate what we've done um, with special messages from my family members which you know like my aunt who I just mentioned now who is now deceased I have a message from her that I play sometimes from time to time video messages from my family near and far mm-hmm. and a video message from Charity Water and just Yay! it was fantastic so my 30th hands down best party so grateful for that that whole moment
1: yeah and shout out to Charity Water like I emailed them and they were just like so accommodating and happy that you um chose to honor your birthday in that way um so I'm forever a Charity Water fan
0: I am too. I actually have recurring giving set up to them, like to this day, like monthly giving, because I just stand behind what they do. So, mm-hmm. if you want to give to vulnerable, you know, people in need, that's an organization that I trust, personally know, you know, and mm-hmm. believe in. So, shout out to Charity Water. Yeah. All that's right, we're almost. We are. We oh, are go ahead, go ahead. Gonna...
1: I was going to say I want to go visit the well um, that you help. It's a well, right? It's what a it's it? a
0: well, yeah. It's a um, it's a well, a deep drilled well, and mm-hmm. we have the coordinates. Um, we wanted to visit when we when my husband and I went to Ethiopia two years ago or th- oh, three years ago, but um, it was so remote that the amount of time oh. that it would have taken us to get there and back, because so much of the country is now developing their you know less and less places, which is great without access to clean water. So these are really remote places. It would have just taken us too much of our of our visit to try to get there and get back, but we will make sure that we get there at some point in life. Anyway, I was going to say we are approaching the 50-minute mark. We yeah. like to keep these under 45, so thank you all for rocking with us. Thank you. You ain't got nothing else minutes. to do, okay? Right. With
1: this, Rona, <laughs> you are supposed to be staying in the house. So <laughs> relish these five extra Sit minutes. Sit down you and listen. Back.
0: Anybody who's celebrating a birthday in the month of April, happy birthday, Aries. Shout out to the Aries Love and y'all. the Tauruses. And the Tauruses. All right, friends, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Love Madden Podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love, M-A-A-D-E-N.